This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hello and welcome back to the Wildcat Scoop podcast. I'm your host, Shelby Shear, here with... Jason Shear. And we're going to see how long this podcast is without me coughing. Starting right now. Not me, I'm a war- <laughs> oh my god! Dang it! <laughs> that was that was a throat clearing. That wasn't a cough. We're, we're not going to count that. Um, welcome back. We are here to talk about Arizona's first loss of the season to Purdue men's basketball. I had a bail Shelby out of jail, so we're recording it at eleven thirty. She just got home. She has a new nickname. What's your nickname? I don't know. She's giving me a dirty look. She was not in jail. We went out to dinner and watched other games in UFC. And now we're recruiting. Recruited the podcast. Yeah, if you guys ever wonder why we wait. Well, first of all, after a loss, like, everyone else is kind of bummed. Saturday night, you're not probably. Saturday night, you weren't even caring that we did the podcast. And also, you know, we have other things to do, you know? Like watch ASU lose by 20 to make myself feel better. That did make us feel better. And then there was like UFC fights on, and we did a little Christmas shopping at Target, and you know, in general, I put up some more Christmas lights. Getting shit, you know how we roll. That's about it. So now we've collected our thoughts, we've seen all the comments online, and we are now going to talk about it. But before we do, we have a message from our sponsor, Longview Insurance and Investments. Not a cop. Managing your money involves more than simply making and following a budget. You may be great at spending less than you take in, but if you don't put your excess money to work, your savings could be dry as the Sonoran Desert. Money management with us at Longview Insurance and Investments involves creating budgets to understand and decide where your money is going and growing efficiently. Learn more. Visit our visit their website at longviewinsuranceandinvestments.com to learn more. There you go. Yeah. We're all learning. Getting Correct. better at it. Thank you to our sponsor. <clears throat> so, speaking of learning, I did tweet and other people did too that this will be a learning experience. Even Tommy said that a couple of times. Um, <clears throat> what did you think of the overall level of the game that was played? Yeah, like I didn't watch this game and come away thinking, oh man, Arizona is not one of the best teams in the country. Like, this was a very high-level basketball game. I I thought the way Purdue played, they probably would have beaten pretty much every team in the country. I thought the way Arizona played, they probably would have beaten every team in the country not named Purdue. Like, defensively wasn't great, but offensively, Arizona was 
fantastic. I mean, it was just a high-level basketball game, and it's not very often where you see the first stoppage in a game come under the 12-minute mark. Like, you know, foul. I mean, it, it was a high-level basketball game. And, and this was one of the games, like, you watch the other games today and some of the best teams in the country, and even not some of the best teams in the country, right? Like, we were laughing because we watched, like, two minutes, literally. I listened on the radio a little bit because we were out, and we watched two minutes of, like, uh, the Ohio State-UCLA game. And it was one of the worst games I've ever seen. You know, Kansas-Indiana was solid. Michigan State-Baylor was awful. Michigan State won by 100. But, I mean, you just you take a look at other ranked teams, and I hate doing this. I don't do this. But you take a look at, like, today, and Kansas didn't look great against Indiana. Number six, Baylor lost by 100. Houston barely beat Texas A&M. 13, Clemson lost. Uh, you know, Kentucky beat North Carolina. I mean, it, it, it wasn't like... I, I watch a lot of college basketball, and I just felt like if you asked me who the top two teams in the country were, I, I probably st- would still say Arizona and Purdue. Uh, Kansas is probably going to get some number one votes. Houston's probably going to get some number one votes. I'm cool with it. I don't mind vote whoever you want. Number one, I would vote Purdue. Um, but, you know, it. yeah, like I, I – and the thing also that I think, and I'm probably jumping ahead here, is – you know, you take a look at how well Arizona played offensively and didn't play great defensively. Um, the biggest thing is that, like, both teams, even Purdue as well, will go to the film and see ways that they can improve. And I think that's the difference between this game and maybe some of the high-level games Arizona played where last year, where even though it was high-level, you knew that at the end of the day, if Arizona was going to lose a game, it would be because of this reason. You know what I mean? I don't think I got that from watching the game against Purdue hmm. if that mm-hmm. makes sense okay uh defensively what do you make of Arizona's strategy I hated it it was awful I'm gonna be really honest um there's two things so you know I, Sean Miller used to say this and a lot of coaches say it it's not just Sean Miller but do what we do and do it really well and we'll win games um your your Tommy, it felt like, didn't do what Arizona does well. Like, it almost felt like he got, and he even said it after the game, that maybe he made things uncomfortable for his players and made them think too much. Because it felt like he went with so many different things in, on defense that they normally wouldn't do. We're going to double. Then we're going to shift. Then we're going to, and it's like, he went with the drop coverage. Purdue is, I, I, I don't have that on top of my head, the numbers, but I believe Purdue is the best team in the country at hitting open shots, which is a lot harder in college basketball than you would think. Um, But the drop coverage gave them a ton of open shots. And (laughs) I'm laughing. Shelby's got a cough drop in her mouth, and it's got that that honey in the middle. It's got the honey in the middle. And she she just spit it out. It's so strong. Anyway, uh, (laughs) she just spit it out all over herself in the middle of the podcast. Thank you, Shelby. But... The drop coverage just wasn't working, and I thought it took Arizona too long to get out of that. I didn't like the drop coverage against Purdue. I think it works against teams that can't shoot well. I think you could probably do it against every single team in the Pac-12, and, and right. But against teams that don't shoot well, or that shoot the ball well and hit open shots, um, like I don't know if drop coverage is going to work against Alabama because they're willing to shoot 43s to win that game. I'm very curious, but we'll we'll talk about that down the road. But I mean, I, I didn't like it. I, I don't mind how they guarded Edie. I really don't. 
I think they did. Mm, I didn't like the double teams, though. I think they did about as, as well as you could do at times. They doubled them. They got behind them. They went at different angles. I mean, he's just a really, really good he's... basketball player, and he's so unique that that's what makes Purdue so difficult to guard. You basically just have to do what Arizona pretty much did and, and outscore them. Like, in, in the sense where it's like, look, Purdue's going to play well offensively most nights. Maybe we catch their guards on an off night. Um, but overall, like, you know, I, I didn't like the drop coverage. I thought it got too many looks. And then the thing that you said, which was in right, the car. and I agreed with, was the zone worked. The zone it worked, worked really well. And then Tommy, with like four minutes, I don't remember what it was, put in uh, Boswell for Bradley. That Purdue hit the three from the corner. Tommy got out of the zone because maybe he said, oh, Purdue's finally figured out the zone. And then that was ball game. Um, he did not stick with the zone. Stick with working. Don't, you know, and, and it, that was clearly the best defense formation shift, whatever you want to call it, that Arizona played all night. And for whatever reason, Tommy moved out of it. And, and that I didn't They lost understand. the game. And, and I'll probably ask him if we have a presser before Wednesday. I don't know if we will. Um, I'll probably ask him why he chose to do that. Mm, mm. That's the first game that I, I can remember that I really thought that he was, I don't want to say outcoached so much as he outmaneuvered himself. Yeah, I think that a lot of times what happens in, in, in look, I think Tommy's a great coach. No, he's, this, I'm not taking anything away from him. Is I think because, I think you nailed it. I think this is one of the thing, games, and he even kind of said it after the game, where he outcoached himself. Like, don't overthink Overthought, it. Overthink it. Like, I love the fact that he'll try different things. Like, the fact I that love he that. went to his zone. Because Lou Olson would not change anything. When a, well, no. Sean wouldn't change things. And Sean Luke, wouldn't. Well, Luke, Luke changed. Yeah. Sean wouldn't. Sean wouldn't. But uh, a lot of coaches wouldn't change what they're doing. And I like the fact that he went to his zone. I don't like the fact that he left it, but I like the fact that he went to it in the first place. But it felt like they kind of overthought themselves mm -hmm. a little bit. Like, it, like and, and this was the first time all season. Like, against Wisconsin, he changed a little bit at halftime. Not a time, just a little tweak. These weren't tweaks. Like, this was stuff that, like, we hadn't seen Arizona to this season. And it was kind of like, well, why why now? And and I know you like Purdue, and I, and I know you think they're good. But it was almost in a way, it was almost like Arizona showed them too much respect. It was deferential. Right, it was like like in, in aggressive Arizona. Tommy, I talked all week about how aggressive it was, and Arizona basically just bought into everything Purdue was doing and adjusted in every way Purdue wanted them to adjust. And and I didn't kind of you kind of got outgamed. Yeah, a and, bit. and again, like Tommy Lloyd, third year coach, Matt Painter's been doing this for a long time. Matt Painter's probably one of the most underrated coaches I think in so. the country. Uh, really good coach, um, adjusts well, always has bigs. One of the few. I mean, he. Generally has big men. His his roster's huge. <laughs> like, um, they played really well. I mean, that's just, that's just it. Like Purdue played I, and I think amazing. You get mad at me a lot when I'm not upset after a loss. Um, but I really this loss just didn't bother me. I mean well, it, you already said that it wasn't gonna bother you. Right. And and I said either way it wasn't gonna bother me and, and a win would have been cool and a loss is kinda like, okay, gut check time. Like now you have Alabama. Alabama's damn good. They've lost three games or whatever, but Okay, picture this, it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. 
Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Against three, Purdue was one of them. Creighton on the road was another one. Um, they have athletes. Uh, it's not going to be an easy matchup. FAU has a really, really good backcourt. Not going to be an easy matchup. If Arizona feels sorry for themselves, they're going to lose another game this week. So we're... To me, the, the what you find out about your team and all that isn't the, the loss. Mm-hmm. It's not the loss the unless it's the tournament. It's how do you recover? If Arizona lost to Purdue and goes out and beats Alabama and goes out and beats FAU, hey, man, they lost to Purdue. If they feel sorry for themselves and their wings get beat and Boswell plays like shit and all that happens against Alabama and they lose, okay, now I'm concerned. And so that's what I kind of want to see moving forward. But Purdue's a good team. You go on the road. And I like Tommy after the game. He goes, this was a road game. And the announcer said it too. He goes, this is a road game. Um, Though I will say, we heard Arizona fans, and they travel so well. And I will say this. I love the scheduling in Arizona and how they do it. Props to Purdue for somehow getting the return game in Vegas. The return game should be in Phoenix. Oh, they're going to see how well Arizona travels to Vegas. Yeah, I mean, I guess that's it. But, yeah, I mean, look, at the end of the day, Arizona lost a really good basketball team. That's it. That's the podcast, right? Yeah. (laughs) Um, okay, Zach Eady and his dumb face got attention all week long. And you said that Braden Smith and Kylan Boswell matchup was the biggest. Hmm, how did that play out? Yeah, because to me, when you have a player as good as Zach Eady, he's going to get his. That's just it. And so I, I posted on the board, I said, Kylan Boswell and, and Braden Smith is the real matchup to me. That's what will decide this game. Uh, Braden Smith ate Kylan Boswell alive. Uh-huh. Now, Braden Smith is a sophomore. He might be an All-American. He is. He's an All-American candidate. Um, but Arizona had no answer for him. Boswell, look, there were some whispers of a knee issue in practice. I don't know how much that impacted him. I'm not sure it would have mattered because Boswell did not play defense well defensively against Michigan State. And in the second half, he was awful. Wisconsin, he wasn't that great defensively. In this game, I'm just going to say it, he was benched. I mean, I'm assuming he was benched because his defense was... Uh, atrocious. I knew you were going to say that word. Uh, Braden Smith ate him alive. I mean, 26 points, missed six shots, three of them were threes, four for four from the line, four rebounds, two assists. He did turn the ball over four times, but he also had three steals. Meanwhile, Kylan Boswell, six points, uh, took him nine shots to do it, two turnovers, three assists. I mean, he was just, he did not play well at all. Um, There's very few positives I could say about Boswell. When you're starting point guard, I mean, you could just say, forget the starting point guard. I mean, just look at the guards. Um, 36 points from, from Lawyer. I'm sorry, from, from Smith and Jones, 35 points. 
Um, and you look at Boswell, six points. Caleb Love had 29 on his own. But um, that 26 to six, uh, when you look at the point guard position, to me, that had to be closer to even for Arizona to be able to win this game. Mm-hmm. That was the concern. And, and Braden Smith just... And Boswell's officially a, a concern, I, I, I think. You know, yes. it's one game... We always talk, or they I have talk, a bad game. I always talk about patterns. I don't get upset about one game. One game doesn't bother me. Uh, it's two games. It's three games. And now this is another big game that Boswell has kind of disappeared, disappeared in. And it's it's officially a concern. Um, now look, he he's you know, and this do is do not something, say he's only eighteen. No, but you you get a little bit of growing pains. It's not the age. I don't care about the age. It's the fact that he didn't play very much or as much last season. But you take a look at his numbers. I mean, Duke, he was fine. You know, 12 points, 8 rebounds, 5 assists. Great. But Michigan State, 5 for 15. Wisconsin, 4 for 10. This game, 3 for 9. I mean, look, Braden Smith is a sophomore as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but he is a very mature sophomore, and he's also a sophomore that his freshman year, he played 30 minutes a game. She has more time. Right. And, and so that, you know, he, he's There's getting that experience that... And maybe Boswell turns it on and all that, but um, I think at this point of the season, it's officially a concern. And he's going to have to bring it against Bama because Mark Sears will eat him up. Mm-hmm. Those guards will eat him up if he's not able to stay in front of them. And if he's not able to stay in front of them, I have a feeling that he's not going to play very much against Alabama. Well, I'm, and I'm concerned just because now there's so much tape evidence of this that they're going to be targeting him. They know. Alabama will know. And the mental toughness when the spotlight is bright, is is not great. He doesn't step into that spotlight, I mean, except for Duke. Because on Ken Palm, I believe, as I don't know what it is tonight because I haven't checked, but going into their game tonight, Alabama was number one on offense. Mm-hmm. Now they're 87th on defense. <laughs> they're not. They're not good defensively. But, I mean, offensively, like, they scored 82 points against Creighton. They also scored 86 against Purdue. I mean, they're they're... They lost to Ohio State, but they still scored 81 points. They have multiple games of 100 points. I mean, offensively, they are going to bring it, and they're going to shoot a shit ton of threes. I mean, they didn't really against Creighton, but uh, their guards are good. And, and Bob but Wall, we're not previewing that game. No, we're just, I, it's we're just, just telling you. It's hard not you. to look at, but yes. yes. Um, yeah, so we're concerned about Kylan. I keep hoping that some of that, Here's my word. Grit of uh, Caleb Loves will rub off on Kylan, as an example. Um, It hasn't happened yet. So we'll see for the next game. Um, Besides the first half, where do you think Arizona lost the game overall? You know, I I, I thought after the game and I wrote about it when Tom Izzo had the presser. I was just going to bring this up. When Tom Izzo had the presser when Michigan State. Yep. Played Arizona and lost. He right the first thing he said was we lost this game in the first half. First half. half. And Arizona probably lost this game in the first half and the first five minutes of the second. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, it's just they got it within four and then they would turn it over. They would get an offensive foul. Umar put up a, a couple bad shots. Um, but that's not really where they lost the game. I mean, if you look deeper, uh, you know. 13 turnovers, Purdue had 15 points off them. And I know that Purdue had 13, 13, whatever. Uh, The glass only finished 32 to 26. And the second chance points were 11 to 10. Um, But it was was just, the rebounding, I thought, got Arizona. 
they were out of position. And again, like Arizona for the really, what would you say? Like Arizona probably got outplayed for 15 minutes, mm-hmm. right? Like the first section of the game was even. Mm-hmm. The next 15 minutes of the game was all Purdue. And then the last 10 was, was pretty even, if not Arizona. Until that zone changed. Right. And, and, and so, you know, you look at the numbers and it's, it's pretty damn even. Purdue was 10 of 24 for three. Arizona was 6 of 16. You could say that's your difference. Arizona made more free throws. They had the same turnovers. They had the same amount of defensive rebounds. The offensive rebounds were 11 of 5, but it was 11 to 10 in second chance points. Neither bench did anything whatsoever. Both teams had 40 points in the paint. Arizona had 24 assists. Purdue had 22. Uh, Arizona had 17 fast break points to produce 7. I mean, Arizona, it, it just it, it was a relatively even game. Except for the fact that, like, you can't let Fletcher Lawyer score 27 points. And he's done it before. He's right. not. He's a good player. Um, but, like, the guard defense, like, and again, this goes kind of goes back to what Tommy had mentioned. Like, there were times, I don't remember, it was in the first half where Pella and Kylan pointed to each other. Because neither of them switched on the screen and Lawyer hit a wide open three. Mm-hmm. Like, Purdue's action on offense, it's very rare that you face a team with Purdue's action on offense was confusing the hell out of Arizona. Like, the guards just did not know where to go. It was concerning. But one, one thing I was, just as you're saying this, and the theme of this is we witnessed a very, you know, we did witness a very high-level basketball game. And the difference why Purdue won and Arizona lost is because Arizona made more mistakes it was, it's like a razor-thin kind of like difference where evenly matched except those it factors. Uh, I mean, you know, and, and I'm not taking anything away from Purdue. I mean, we're, I mean they're both r- clearly deserving of being in the top five in the country. We're so used to seeing Arizona play like that. Go watch other games. Go watch ASU tonight. It's abysmal. Go watch UCLA tonight. They were, they were terrible. But the point is, is like, it's a little bit of we're spoiled and we're like, we do. We're, we're splitting hairs a little bit. I do. I'm not. I. I don't, I'm not upset about losing to Purdue. I just hope that these little tiny things get fixed. Just because if we see Purdue again in March, it could be a different like, story. We talk about Zach Eady. Fletcher Lawyer is a sophomore. Oh, he's so. He's annoying. a sophomore. Like, annoyingly like, good. Braden Smith and Fletcher Lawyer are sophomores. Like Purdue and and Tommy said, look, if you took Zach Eady up, he said in the presser before, like on. Um, Wednesday or whatever it was. If you take Zach Eady off Purdue, that's still a top twenty-five team. Oh yeah. Um, and 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 Zach Eady's really good, but like, you know, Flet- to me the difference was when you get Fletcher Lawyer twenty-seven to Pella's ten and Braden Smith's twenty-six to Boswell's six. That's where it was. That's ball game. That's, that's ball it. Game. That's ball game. And I do think in the preview podcast it was talked about that Arizona would need to contain the other players, not just. Edie, like well, let why... Edie have his 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 numbers, but you've got to watch the guards. And I'm 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 kind of of the belief, and I know it's hard. And then I asked Tommy this, and he said it's limiting. I'm almost of the belief that you play Edie single coverage mm-hmm. with Balo and Crevis, and you play sticky to the guards. You don't do anything fancy. Play sticky, and if Edie scores forty and gets twenty rebounds, and you lose that way, so be it. Tip of the cap. But tonight just was. I think trying that, too many things. I think that the rough part about tonight is, as well as Zach Eady played, he's not the reason why Arizona lost. 
And if right. the reason Arizona lost was that the best player in college basketball went off, then so be it. Yeah. I did mention a couple times, though, when Arizona was playing Purdue, that there were times where Arizona had flashes of brilliance, like there were some defensive passes that were really tight when they were playing man-to-man. Purdue did not see, has not seen a team like Arizona this whole year either. Like, to be fair, I think that, that they played... I don't know. I'm just like looking forward to if it happens again. I can see the committee trying to like put them in the same areas. If it happens again, it'll be in the national title game. Oh my god, it'd be so good. Because Arizona's still. I mean, this. It's a long ways away. Yeah, it's a long way. It's away. a long ways away. Um, as poorly as Arizona played at times, what stood out positively to you? I I, I think we we already know it became very clear tonight. Uh, Who is the boss? You know it. When the going gets tough last year, uh, and I know I always bring up last year, there is no one to go to. Who are you going to? I love Zoo, but it's just a different animal, right? Yeah, he was like a floater. It was very obvious that this team, like this was that game, and we've had other games, but this was that game where you're like, okay, this is why Tommy Lloyd brought in Keyshaw Johnson and Caleb Love. Mm-hmm. Keyshaw Johnson had the quietest 24-8 ever. 24 and 8 in 29 minutes. He was so good. He was absolutely fantastic. Purdue dared him to shoot threes. He made both. Then they took that away from him. Caleb Love, 29 points, six rebounds, three assists, only one turnover. I mean, these two guys were the goods, right? Like, like they were really, really good. Um, Jaden Bradley's defense, mm-hmm. you know, I wish his offense was better. I really yeah. do. Because if his offense is better, I think he'd be playing 25 minutes a game. Yeah. I think Arizona would find a way to play him more. The problem is he just does not have anything offensively this season so far. Maybe it'll come, but he took one shot in 16 minutes. Um, I know he's got that turf toe issue, but uh, KJ Lewis is passing five assists in I 17 say, minutes. KJ Lewis on Fletcher when he was guarding him, that was very difficult for Fletcher. I think the problem is like a part of you defensively wants to go to a. A KJ Lewis, Jaden Bradley backcourt with Caleb Love and all that. The problem is you just you have to be able to score when, right. you, when you face a, a team like Purdue. Um, there weren't a lot of positives, but I thought that it is very obvious that Caleb Love and, and Keyshawn Johnson, this team, when they if they if they lose a game in March, it it won't be when Caleb. You know what I'm like. Caleb Love and Keyshawn Johnson are going to take this team where they're going to go. Right. Like, those are the two guys. But they really, really, really need a third. third. They've got to have a third to, like, be, like, the perfect golden triangle to win. Like, like I thought Pella did not play well, you know. Uh, I don't think he was nearly as bad as the board made him out to be. No, because he had had moments where he kind of saved the day a couple times. He had five turnovers. He was also, he had six assists. Yeah, he shot five for seven. Um his turnovers were just bad. Yeah, just I, I think turnovers. that's the thing that was the focus is that his turnovers were just stupid turnovers. Um, and so when you have stupid turnovers as opposed to quote unquote like good turnovers, like if you drive to the basket and you know whatever, there's some turnovers that you can live with. Most of Pella's like the layup that he had where the ball went off his knee. Yeah. Right. Like you, those are it's hard. Like a weird focus thing with him because yeah. you can see the intensity. And sometimes he does really incredible things, and other times he it's like he just completely isn't there for like one second, and that's when he makes a mistake. 
And I thought Umar wasn't as bad either. Like, he finished with 13 and 6. He had three assists. I think the thing with Umar is, and I think it was Pella and Boswell a couple times, like, why are you giving him Umar Balo the, the ball at his, at his feet? What is he possibly going to do with that? That was um, crazy. He did have that great steal, too. Like, those, you know, yeah. that reach in. I mean, he's doing things that you don't normally see from a big two. And I like Krivis. Obviously, I think he's going to be really good. It's but we, we saw right away that this game just wasn't for him. He took the dribble. And as soon as he took the dribble, he turned the ball over. Um, you just can't dribble down by the basket in a game like this. Nope. You, you might be able to get away with it with guards or whatever. But this was a high-level physical game between two teams. And, you know, we'll find out what Arizona learned. And um, someone told me it's gut check time. You know, someone close to program, and, and I believe it. And uh, we'll find out what happens. But no matter what happens, Shelby, we know one thing. You. You will. Bear down. Shelby, I have a bomb poll question for the people. Okay. Would you rather have your game on Peacock at 2.30 or an ESPN at 9.30 local time? Um, I'd probably go with ESPN because they know how to have the broadcast actually in real time because Peacock freaking sucks. Okay, calm down, baby. 